Kia ora everyone. Welcome back to our podcast focused on conversations during COVID-19. And uh, you'll remember that we've been really lucky to have guests like Nigel Latter, um, uh, Rachel uh, Tolele, and Annie Hamilton speaking with us um, before now. And today, I have a very special guest, uh, Susie Cato, who will be known to so many of you uh, as an, a real icon and children's broadcaster and now part of our education program, part of our education broadcast uh, during COVID-19. So Susie, thank you so much for joining us um, today. I can see you're from, you're, you're broadcasting from your colourful bubble today. How's your, how's your bubble going? Hey, my bubble is going very well. Thank you, Jacinda. And yes, there's plenty to do here. There's no getting bored, that's for sure. <laughs> You've got, you're a working mum, Susie. How are your children getting on? Um, I'm quite fortunate in that I've got um, a self-motivated 15-year-old and a very pliable 12-year-old. So um, things are going pretty well. It's not without its struggles. They're average Kiwi kids in an average Kiwi home. So there's a little bit of sibling, you know, argy-bargy going on. And, and schoolwork is something that needs encouragement. But um, yeah, we're doing okay. And I'm, I'm very glad about that. Work is proving a little bit of a challenge. It was really easy in the first two weeks when my two are on holiday. But um, yeah, trying to get that whole work school juggle going on and making sure that I'm charging up the stairs to check out how it's going and taking break times with them and things like that while trying to record. But you'll know what I'm talking you'll know what I'm talking about, won't you, Jacinda? <laughs> I do. Tell us a little bit about that. You've kind of one of the I asked a few people on um, Facebook and Instagram to give me some questions for you. One of the questions that's being asked is around scheduling. And so are you running a school schedule at home in your household right now? Yeah, our schools, the two schools that my kids are at, we've got one at college and one at intermediate, they've both provided um, a structure, which has been really, really handy. So we've worked towards that. Um, the intermediate has provided a structure that said, you don't have to do it at this specific time, but if you can achieve it, then that would be great. Um, the college has been more structured. So we've kind of worked around that a little bit more and taken break times and had decent break times as well. So that um, I get to down tools as well because it's so easy just to work through. And if you're home by, by yourself or in your office by yourself, you can often work through. So it's just so important to be able to connect with the kids at this time. So we're making the most of it. Ah, so you're aligning your breaks with their breaks then? Yeah, where I can, where I can. Um, there's a little conversation on Zoom at the moment, which is going to cr clash with afternoon tea, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, they understand. They think, whoa. <laughs> and, and so does that mean that you are doing, are there special times of day that you've scheduled in with your family? So you're doing morning teas, afternoon teas, any little rituals you've started as a family that are really helping, uh, helping pass the time or helping keep a sense of connection and... Uh, structure to your day? Yeah, I think what we're doing is more meals around the dining table than we do on a normal school day. Often, um, because the kids are heading out the door and I'm putting lunch boxes or my husband's putting lunch boxes together, um, we don't sit down and have breakfast with them, but we have been um, during lockdown and we have been spending lunch together and we don't normally do that until the weekend. And even then, the kids are here, there and everywhere, so we might not get to do that. But dinner time, um, and we're doing you know, little things like candlelit dinners and getting dressed up and um, having themed nights and celebrating for the sake of celebrating. So it's those little things, trying to make the most of the time together because lockdown will pass. It will pass down incredibly quickly. Um, and we'll be back into our 
well, it's, it'll be a new norm, but we'll be back into a sense of normality. And it's now that we can have quality, if not, why well, it's quantity as well, but we can actually make the most of some quality time with our whānau. Absolutely. I, in fact, I, just on that, that feels to me like perhaps something that might help with motivation. I've got a question here from Karen. She asks how she would motivate a young teen boy who doesn't want to do school stuff. Is having mm. things that you do together at the end of the day, is that part of your motivation with your um, young people? Yep, definitely. With my two, one in particular, um, the stuff that they really enjoy is the stuff that gets done first. So <laughs> and that's just one of those things with kids. And I know that when I hit, hit the desk myself, um, there are always things that get priority over others because they're either easier or funner. So um, we kind of ensure that there's a good balance. Okay, you focused on this yesterday. How about we do this? And I'll start it out. I'll help. I'll ask you a few questions. We'll go through some of the tricky things. And that's what she might find with her son is that he's not enjoying school or he's finding it particularly difficult. So if she's able to, I understand she's working as well. She's able to give some time to him and make it easier. I don't know if it's maths or anything like that. It used to be my stumbling block. And here I am now on this home education channel sharing maths. So that's wonderful. I'm, I'm relearning again. Which I understand has been very, very popular. So tell me a little bit, I mean, some of those exercises that you've come up with, where do you get that inspiration from? Is that something oh. you have parents? How do you, how do you decide that you're going to teach something in, in, in such an accessible way? Where do you get those ideas? Well, behind every good presenter is generally a massive big team. And so I'm working with a team of teachers and educationalists from around the country. Here I am in Auckland and they're in Wellington and there's people in the far north and they're all over Hamilton, everywhere. And they're coming up with ideas. They're taking a look at what I can do with Susie's World and then they're going, okay, um, what have we got tomorrow being Friday? Well, on, on Friday, we've got popcorn. So um, we... We don't actually count popcorn, but we look at how we can work with popcorn in a maths way as well. So it's that integration between science and maths together. So they come up with some ideas. I then go, hmm, ain't got those props at home. And I adapt and, and find other ways of doing it. So literally you're having to make sure that you've got whatever you're doing has to be something you can source from home at the moment. Yeah. Has, been, has there been anything that's just been impossible that you've had to really... Yeah, jelly beans, jelly beans, you just can't get jelly beans at the moment. <laughs> so we, we had to make a graph with gummy bears instead. Oh, which just I would say would be a controversial, but I would say maybe a superior lolly. But <laughs> I don't know, you can't go past a black jelly bean, I love them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, that, is, that is also a polarising statement, Susie. This might be the time when we, build, we pull down that icon status. You've just... <laughs> <laughs> So that, that brings me to another question that we've had um, uh, from, uh, uh, from Lynette. She asks, how much pressure do we put on the children to complete quality works? Because you're using some great tips from keeping kids engaged. Is engagement the main thing or do we worry about quality at the moment as well? Oh, look, I think, I think a lot of what the educationists are saying is that if you can encourage the kids to try and keep some structure and to keep working forward, then that would be fantastic. And um, focus on the on the subjects that you really enjoy. Um, but it is about enjoying this time because it's stressful. Mm. Parents with stresses can't help but you know share those stresses occasionally. So um, it's about making it enjoyable, 
without too much pressure on the parent trying to be the teacher or the child really trying to achieve. So I, what they're saying is don't put too much pressure on yourself. I know that I'm trying to make sure that my kids just, you know, keep, in, keep going one foot in front of the other, um, but try and have as much fun as possible. I think that is. We spoke at the very beginning with Nigel Letter, and one of the things that he said was uh, kids will actually just inherently learn during this period. And so, not putting too much pressure uh, on yourself is a really important um, part of this particular time, which is unique. And as you say, it will too, will, it too will pass. Yeah. Or just so that you know with a toddler that they are learning constantly. Every day there's something new development and you just go, wow, they're, they're counting now or they know where their nose is or that kind of thing. Um, with older children, there are so many things that you can do, whether it's getting them to go outside and hunt for bugs or um, you know compare different colours of the leaves and those sorts of things. Or I've got my two making dinner and, and baking and yeah, we may be contributing to the problems with the flour, but... <laughs> But it's a perfect activity, you know, there's, um, there's maths, there's science, um, uh, and, and just the basic act of cooking. Mm. Oh, definitely, definitely, which is wonderful because it seems something that you can all share together. Um, just hearkening back to that question from the mum about encouraging the, the teen, I was thinking about that the other day, and I've actually started a TikTok account, okay, I've only put two TikTok dance thingies up there because just with this home learning channel that's been so busy. Wait, but yeah. This will take <laughs> off now. Oh, we're gonna start doing some more. Have you got one, Jacinda? No, no. No. <laughs> Not anytime soon? No, I, I lack basic coordination. Thank you though for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put the pressure on Clark then get him to do it. <laughs> um but it's another great way of connecting with your team. So mm we do it as a bit of a reward just as much for me probably more for me than it is for my son because I'm not very good at gaming but um I will say okay you achieve this and then when I'm finished my work as well we can hang out and, and um, do some gaming together and so whether it's that or watching the movie or you know having a specific something to eat you know something nachos for lunch or or whatever it is things like that can be really beneficial and just sitting and talking with your kids yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really important too Simple rewards. Um, tell me, are your kids uh, watching uh, the channel that you are that you are part of at the moment? We've tuned in a couple of times, yes, <laughs> and loved Karen O'Leary's um, Karen's Home. Oh my goodness, that is so good. Um, and so there, there hasn't been any uh, any shaming from the kids around around any of the activities or anything like that. Um, no. <laughs> But as they say to me, oh, mum, you're off to a meeting. Are you going to shake your bum at this one? And invariably, <laughs> I'm off to, to, a, to do a presentation somewhere. Yeah. And I'll have to sing, which we haven't done yet, Jacinda. We'll do that later. Um, and I have to sing, but I generally get them to do head, shoulders, knees, and toes. And I've had that at council meetings and all kinds of things. It's a great way of breaking the ice and yeah. getting them into the kind of presentation that I'm about to give. And um, it invariably in involves some kind of cunny cunny where we wiggle our bottoms. So... Maybe it's we could do like that. <laughs> I'm glad this is a seated interview. <laughs> are you picking up? I mean, a lot of people are picking up ideas from you. Are you getting feedback from parents or children with their ideas for um, yeah. the education channel? Have any favourites you want to share? Oh, look, I've been getting a lot of photographs of kids who have created their own 
rain gauges or their graphs and things like that. And a gorgeous little video of a young girl who created a um, coronavirus out of an orange with um, cloves. So she stuck cloves in there and it was like, oh, that's such a good idea. Mm, might have to use that for the show. Are you using ideas at all? What's that? Are you using any of these ideas that you're getting directly from kids? At the moment, I've seen things that they're doing that are based on my activities. So now I need to do what I do at, uh, at the end of Susie's World and say, hey, if you've got any questions you'd like me to investigate, please send me an email, susie at susie.co.nz. <laughs> Well, for any um, parent or kids out there listening, I hope that they send drop your little line with some of the things they might like to see on um, on the podcast. Yeah, that'll be wonderful. One of the main questions I got, Susie, when I said that I'd be talking to you, one of the dominant themes was the question around whether or not you would permanently be on our screens, uh, doing the same kind of things that you're doing now as part of COVID. People want to see you more often. So tell us about your plans for the future. That's a really good question. I think a question mark hangs over all of us with what's happening in the future. But um, look, I've never stopped making kids content. I've got a kids radio show that's on 25 radio stations around the country. So it's on a Saturday or Sunday morning. And it's all your old favourite songs and stories from when we were growing up. You know, Flip the Fire Engine and Little Toot and a lot of local content, the dumb music that's been created by local artists. And um, we've... Um, what am I trying to say here? Oh, I've, I've got a YouTube channel. And so I've been making a lot of arts and crafts for kids and getting kids involved in it as well, which is fantastic. And um, I would love to be back on television full time. So I would love to have a team together again to create content like this. At the moment, there's just my husband and I, and we've luckily got an editor or two involved now. Um, but just to have a team that's creating stuff that's engaging kids and getting them interested in their environment and their communities mm, that's a, a wonderful dream of mine well in the meantime though of course uh if you've already got content up on your youtube channel we'll make sure that we post it below so that if people want to get any additional uh content for their kids um that they can jump online what kind of age range uh, are you catering for on your youtube channel um we're catering for kids up to about the age of 12, kind of what we're doing with the, um, with my science and math segments for the Learning Channel. And Susie, while I'm here, I mean, you're using a lot of educationalists to create the content that we're seeing at the moment, but I've also had uh, uh, teachers themselves asking for um, advice. Here's Alan, he says, how about Susie's number one piece of advice for teachers moving from face-to-face -face learning to distance? Because obviously that's an experience you've got using uh, either online or, uh, through screen platforms. What's, what's your tips for distance learning? Well, I guess the thing, you're going to be working with a camera the kind of way you are at the moment, just under and I am as well with here in my own bubble. So it's picturing the person that you're talking to and imagining the facial expressions that you're going to get back and going, hmm, am I going to get a, what's going on look? Or um, is the child going to be nodding with me and going, oh, yeah, I get that. So it's about using your imagination and picturing the child there and engaging with that child. Yeah. doesn't matter what age the child is. Yeah. And that's probably something for that face-to-face -face as, as communication as always. Same principle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So if you're taking out of the classroom into the camera, and it's the same as you would with a Zoom, and it's that whole delay too when people are talking and, and things like that. It's... Um, taking a breath in between each answer and letting that other person have a chance to react and 
and that sort of thing. So what are, through COVID-19, I've been asking people, what is it that you hope that we remember or hang on to from this period going forward? What is it that you hope that we remember for kids, young people and their learning? I would like to think that from this, we take away a sense of community and that we have a better understanding of our whānau and our place within our whānau and that we have a stronger sense of who we are because as individuals and as also as a nation because I guess the way we have done this together in lockdown has brought us all together in so many ways. I love this walking down the road at the moment, getting a, a bit of fresh air of, um, outside my bubble, is the eye contact and the waves and calling out into the end of people's driveways and things like that. You're not going to get close to them, but you're making contact in other ways because you're all in it together. Um, so I think that's really, really special. And the time that we're spending with our fun now, mm. make it fun. As, as much fun as you can. If you're having any issues, if you've got any stresses or concerns, if you're feeling that you're not coping, that you feel that you need to take out uh, your anger in any way, get help. There are so many wonderful help lines available. Um, I please, please get help. And, um, and, and do try and make the most of it. Breathe through it and... And let it go as much as you can because it is a finite time. Okay, we don't know exactly what that time is, but it is only a finite time. And our our new normal will bring new challenges and new opportunities to, to be a community and, and to, to enjoy our final. It sounds to me, so there's fantastic advice. And the first time I remember ever hearing you talk about issues like this and making sure that people are looking after themselves when uh, was when we were both at an event where we'd been asked to read out a letter that we'd written to our 16-year-old selves, I think it was. Um, and your letter to yourself was so moving. I just wondered if you could just share your thoughts on, on looking after yourself through um, this period uh, and just that personal well-being. Wonderful. Okay, well, the, the best way to uh, for me is just taking time out for myself. So I am lucky because I have my husband at home so that I can get out and get into my bubble. But there's also that whole thing of making sure that I have a moment where I can pick up a book or I can go out and, and dig in the garden or, or making the most of that time out by the washing line. And one thing I've done for years and I encourage my kids to do is to breathe. <laughs> it sounds really strange thing to say, but it's that whole deep breathing down into your solar plexus. And I try and do this at night. But at the moment, the hours that I'm doing, I tend to hit the pillow and I'm gone. But it's about taking that moment just to clear the head and just breathe through it all. Replacing the wine bottle with a water bottle is a really good idea because uh, we never function very well when we've got a hangover. And I know that uh, people have gone, oh, my goodness, I need a wine to get me through this. Um, and I know it's all good and fun and jest. But it's about making sure we're, we're having lots of water, that we're getting lots of fresh food and fresh air. Open up those windows if you're in, a, in an apartment or if you're able to get out into the garden and go for a walk, take the farm out with you and mm. find a park that everybody can race around and keep away from the playgrounds. But, um, yeah, get the... Go and find a puddle and splash in it and, and find the inner child. If it hadn't been for the playgrounds being shut down, I'd say go on a swing because that's what I did with Dancing with the Stars every now and then because it was so stressful. On my way on the drive home, I just went and swung on the swing and just let the wind blow through me and just that kind of thing. It's taking time out for yourself and being kind to yourself, being gentle. Everything is going to be okay. Or I'm going to cry. 
Oh, wonderful, wonderful advice. Advice to live by too, Susie, and not just through COVID. This is um, exactly the kind of self-care that I hope people remember after this as well. So thank you for reminding us. Oh, Jacinda, hopefully you have time to be looking after yourself too with all that you and the hours that you're doing and all, all the responsibility that you have on your shoulders. Oh, I am very lucky. I have in my bubble um, Clark and I also have my mum. So I'm very well looked after. But ah, thanks. yes. Your mum put together that wonderful lunchbox that you shared on your Facebook page. How wonderful. She was mortified about that. She was really upset that you could see that the banana had turned and was... <laughs> She said, you've got to go and tell everyone. I meant it for a smoothie. She was <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, thank you, Susie, so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. And thank you so much for what you're doing for all kids around New Zealand right now. Just giving that sense of calm and consistency and fun in a time that's really tough. So thank you so much. Hey, it has been my pleasure. Thank you. See, okay. you, see you later. <laughs> see you. <laughs>